0: Today, we're speaking with Amanda Jones. She's a cat whisperer, introvert, entrepreneur. Amanda Jones is the founder and CEO, Meow, of Sunshine Kitty Cat Cafe, cat cafe opening in the fall of 2019 in St. Petersburg, Florida. She has three cats of her own and likes to think of herself as a totally sane cat lady. Jones worked in veterinary medicine for years and now works as a registered nurse at a local hospital. But she always wondered how she could merge the two fields to help more cats while also making a difference in people's lives. That was until about three years ago when Jones visited her first cat cafe and realized it was possible to combine cats, coffee, and community into one amazing space for all to enjoy. Sunshine Kitty Cafe is in the home stretch of becoming a reality, and Jones cannot wait to bring this experience to her city's fellow cat lovers to start saving all the cats. Amanda, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you. I'm so honored to be a part of this to share my love of cats with everyone.
0: (laughs) That's great, it's fantastic. So, before we jump into finding out more details about your cat cafe and how things are progressing, putting that together, I just sort of wondering how did you get started with your love and passion for? cats?
1: My family pretty much always had pets when I was growing up, but I think with cats specifically, it started when I was about eight years old. My dad came home from work one day and he said there's this stray cat running around the office outside their building and no one can catch her and they tried to shoo her away. She kept coming back. There's just this tiny little kitten and no one knows what to do about her. So one day we took a ride down to his office and still no one had been able to catch her. My dad gets out of the car, tries again to get the kitty and she runs away to the edge of the parking lot. And he comes back to the car and he's like, I don't know what we're going to do. And then I get out of the car, a little eight-year-old self, and I walk up slowly to the kitty, and she came right up to me and... Uh My parents were just amazed and surprised, and of course we had to take her home. She was my kitty from that point, and she was my first pet that I called my own, and um, she lived to be almost 19 years old, but I think that's where the the cat whisperer in me really blossomed when I realized that I have a, a connection with cats that not everyone is able to have.
0: That's wonderful. And it sounds like you turned and worked in veterinary medicine. Were you a veterinary technician? I
1: was actually a veterinary assistant. I never was licensed, but I I had wanted to be a veterinarian. I think it started around that same time when uh, at eight years old and life took me in different directions. But somehow I found myself working as a veterinary assistant at a couple of different clinics, um, one in Texas and one in Illinois. And then I ended up at one in Atlanta where I was able to work in a specialty hospital in the surgical services department. And that was just the best job I've ever had. And it bridged medicine with helping animals. And I worked with a great group of people. (laughs) That's where I found my vision for where I wanted my career to take me.
0: From that standpoint, how did you go from being a veterinary assistant to deciding to really focus on opening up a cat cafe? It sounds like you visited one, but is that really all it took, just visiting one cat cafe and you said, I want... (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, almost. Uh, There's a few steps in between there. I, I did work in, at the vet hospital and then I actually went into nursing for people. And that's what I was doing at the time when I went to my first cat cafe in Seattle and that was just the best day ever. Walking into the cat cafe and seeing the cats through the window and anticipating our visit in the actual cat lounge, and then just being in with the cats around other cat people. It was so relaxing and peaceful. There was a moment when I was sitting there petting a cat, watching these other people pet the cats, and I was like, wow, I'm surrounded by other people who are just like me, who love this quiet, calm space, and they love cats, and that's okay, and this is awesome, and I feel so at home and safe. And I left that day on cloud nine, and that feeling never really, I didn't forget that feeling. Every time I went to a cat cafe after that, uh, it was the same experience. I would just have this sense of peace and happiness and calm while I was there, the sense of community with being around other cat people. And then when I left, it was just the best day every time. And I was like, wow, I would love to do this. This is how I could help animals again and work with animals again and help people at the same time. That's how I figured out that I could bridge working with animals and making a difference in people's lives.
0: It sounds like you visited a couple of cafes. Are they all pretty much the same in structure or are they very different?
1: I have found that most of them are the same in structure. I've been to a handful. I would obviously like to visit more, but all of them are the basic setup where there's the cafe side and then there is a separate space where the cats live and where you pay a small fee to go in and spend an hour with the cats.
0: So let's talk about your plans for the Sunshine Kitty Cafe. Tell us a little bit about your plans for that. My setup
1: will be the same. Part of that is because of health code regulations, Um, but it's also for safety of the cats. You don't want them just wandering around a space where they could dart out the door and be out on the street, obviously. The cat lounge will be a separate space within the cafe, and the goal is to make it a home-like environment that's comfortable and welcoming and relaxing. So it has a dual purpose, helping kitties get out of the stressful environment of the shelter and be in a more home-like environment where they can relax and we can really see their personality shine and get to know them better. And it's also a place where people can come just to get away or to do something different, to de-stress, decompress, and especially cat people. I I don't know if all cat people are like me, but I kind of feel like we all have a common thread where maybe we're more introverted and we like a calmer locale. Living in a predominantly dog-friendly city that St. Pete is, there's nowhere for people like us, cat people, to go and hang out that's cat-friendly and more of a space where we can thrive. So it's for the people, too.
0: So how many cats do you think you'll be able to hold? For zoning
1: uh, laws, we will only be able to have up to nine adult cats at any given time.
0: Do you already have a location, or are you still looking for a location?
1: So I actually signed a lease at the beginning of April. The location will be in downtown St. Petersburg in a really fun district of town. It is a really cool space. I have really big dreams for this uh, location. Cafe and the cat lounge will be in the lower downstairs portion of the base, and then it has a second level that has some offices, and I'd like to eventually make that into a fully functioning co-working space, because that's a big thing here in St. Pete for people that work from home, they want to go to a co-work space, so I think that would be a pretty special place for people to work, and so could take breaks, visit with the cats, and just do a little something different. I think that would be great. We're just getting into the construction phase. So we're finalizing documents to submit to the city for approval for building permits and construction permits, things like that. So coming along, (laughs) it is a process.
0: So we've had Java Cats Cafe as well as Meow Parlor profiled on the Community Cats podcast. And both Christina and Hayden talked about how really challenging the whole process is for all the paperwork, health regulations and the structuring, getting construction approvals, et cetera, et cetera. Are you finding the road a little bit smoother than maybe they did being sort of first ones out?
1: Uh, Well... It is definitely a challenging process. When I first started out doing this, I had no idea. There were so many steps and details, and it's a learning process along the way. I have not had to engage with the city too much yet as far as permitting goes. I did meet with zoning, our zoning department. That was a pretty easy process, honestly, just uh, going through the literature of their laws and making sure that the location I had selected could be used for the Cat Cafe purpose. So that was pretty painless. So I'm encouraged and optimistic that as we continue this process, I'm hoping I'll have similar experiences. But I I think the local city government, I think I'm fortunate with what I have to work with here. I hope that it goes as well with the state government regulations as well.
0: Amanda, are you doing this all on your own? Or do you have like a team of investors and people helping you getting this business up and running?
1: Currently, it is just me. I'm the sole owner of Sunshine Kitty. But I've I've learned that this is a really big project. And I cannot do this alone, like I originally thought that I could. I have the support of friends and family and I'm really lucky to have a marketing and graphic designer right here in my house has been working with me, designed my logo and that's a really great resource to have. And a lot of friends that also have connections and resources to help. But as far as this business part of it, it's just me. And I am considering investors and possibly bringing on other owners to help run the business eventually, because it it is a lot. And I've learned some humility in in being able to admit that, like, wow, I can't do this alone. And I really want it to be successful. So I need to give up some of that need for control.
0: Well, it's hard being a, starting a small business, and it's hard to feel like it's all on you for responsibility. So the more support you can get, the better. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It, it is hard to start a business. I think it's glamorized a little bit on, through social media. And uh, one thing I really admire about Hayden with JavaCats, actually, is she keeps it real. And she's like, look, it's not all it's not everything you see on social media. And this is hard work. And I can definitely vouch for that, too. But I, I think it'll be worth it once uh, the product and the vision is there in front of me.
0: So, if you were looking at people for mentors, some of the work that Hayden has done is something that you followed and kept to the forefront to learn from her, so that maybe it could be easier for you going forward.
1: Yeah. So, about a year ago, when this I started tossing around the idea of actually making this a reality, I started following a lot, a lot of cat cafes through um, Instagram, actually, and just to see how different places did different things and getting different ideas, seeing what I like, what I don't like. But Hayden and Java Cats has always been a model that I admired and follow. I just saw how quickly she became so successful with support of the community. And I think a big part of that is being transparent and real with the followers. And, And I try to do that as well in being transparent and sharing my journeys, but I've learned so much following all of these different locations, uh, all these different cat cafes around the country. I admire a lot of them.
0: It's wonderful and it's wonderful that you're able to follow them and see their stories and hear their stories and, and maybe be able to learn from them as you open up hopefully in the fall of 2019. One thing you mentioned in your bio, I'm sort of changing the topic a little bit here, but you quote yourself as a totally sane cat lady and I'm wondering <laughs> if you can clarify that a bit for me.
1: Yeah, I actually find the the stereotypical crazy cat lady moniker offensive. I think that just because I have three cats, that doesn't make me crazy. And people have several dogs, and they're not labeled as crazy dog people. So I just don't like that label. And I prefer to say I'm totally sane. And I'm, but I am a cat lady. And I don't I won't deny that. <laughs> but <laughs> Just the old stereotype of, like, women who have their hair in curlers and walk around in a bathrobe with, like, 20 cats that have a dirty house and that's your crazy cat lady. Like, that's just, that's just not true. Like, a lot of cat lovers and cat ladies that I know are nothing like that. So that's, that's why I say that.
0: I agree with you 100%. I am have been referenced as being a cat lady for years and years and years, and I'm of the mindset that uh, society maybe doesn't paint that picture in a very positive light, and right. especially when the word crazy gets put in front of it. Cat appreciator, cat lover, I don't know what people want to call us, but you, know, you have the phrase totally sane cat lady, and I had never seen that before, so I thought that was kind of an interesting way of putting it. Are you struggling to increase positive outcomes in your shelter? Are you overwhelmed with high stray intake and low owner reclaim? Do you wish you had solutions to your biggest problems? The Path Ahead provides in-person and remote consulting for animal welfare organizations. Let us help you to increase life-saving by engaging your community and maintaining the human-animal bond. The Path Ahead teaches proven best practices for humane, effective animal welfare, including community cat management, missing pet prevention and recovery, and progressive adoptions. By identifying and addressing outdated and unproductive practices, you can reduce intake and length of stay and keep animals in their loving homes where they belong. Leave the past behind and take the Path Ahead to success. Visit our website at www.animalwelfaresuccess.com. Do you have familiarity with the shelters and the rescue groups in the St. Pete area? And are you planning on partnering with them for the cats in the cafe?
1: Yes, actually, Sunshine Kitty is officially partnered with Friends of Strays Animal Shelter based here in St. Pete. They've been around for 41 years now. And I chose them because they're more of a cat-based shelter. They do um, rescue some dogs, but they have a much larger cat population that they work with. And they also work with other shelters in the area and pull cat from other shelters if there's overcrowding in other locations. And I like that they're broad reach. So that's why I chose them. And that's where the cats for the cafe will come from. And they'll provide all the veterinary care and resources needed to take care of the cats and the adoption process will go through them according to their processes.
0: So Amanda, if folks are interested in finding out more about the Sunshine Kitty Cafe, how would they do that? So, we have a website.
1: If you Google Sunshine Kitty Cat Fay, a lot of resources and sites come up. We're on Facebook, Instagram. If you search Sunshine Kitty on either of those, it should come right up as the first page that you see. Uh, our website is sunshinekittycatfay.com. you wanted to reach out to me personally, sunshinekittycatfay at gmail. Pretty easy to find. I found that I tried to choose a pretty unique name, so Google will, will help you find me.
0: Yeah, so just for folks to know, it's Sunshine Kitty Cat. C-A-T-F-E, catfeycom So just to make a note on that, which is a great twist on the words there and a very unique spelling. So that's fantastic. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? I would just like to say,
1: if you have a cat cafe in a city even close to you, please support it. We're trying to do such great work in helping cats in the community, and it's not just about coffee and cats. A lot of them also provide education on how you can help cats in the community and responsible animal adoption practices, and it's really just a wonderful place to support, and a lot of them are small businesses, so go visit one if you haven't already.
0: Excellent. Amanda, I want to thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest on the show today, and I hope we'll have you on again when your doors have opened and we can check in and see how you're doing maybe in the early part of 2020. I would love that. Thank you for listening to Community Cats Podcast. I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes, leave a review of the show. It will help spread the word to help more community cats.